I mean, this, you know, this, this may be a bit crude, but I mean, I don't know no other way to say it. Uh, I want to talk about um, booty calls. This is R.C. Blakes, and I am, as always, excited to be able to talk to you today about something that's on my heart. Um, I want you, if this is your first time here, I want to first of all introduce myself. I'm R.C. Blakes. I'm a pastor. I'm a, I'm a man. I'm an author. And I have um, a lot of opinions about life. I've lived a little bit. And I tend to share my, my feelings and my opinions and the lessons that I think I've learned. I tend to share them with you. So if um, if that's if this is your kind of thing, I'd love for you to hang around and subscribe. But just check it out today and see what we're all about. Um, don't forget to uh, subscribe. Don't forget to like if you know I'm saying something that resonates with you. And by all means, make certain that you go to my uh, website, rcblakes.com and uh, sign up for my mailing list. Also, I, as I always say, I'm no counselor. I'm no therapist. Um, you know, I don't want to cross any boundaries and infringe on anybody's territory. I just have opinions. And that's what I'll share with you today. I'll share my opinions. But if you need counseling, you need to find somebody that um, that is credentialed and somebody that has a professional background in counseling. Um, at the end of uh, today's discussion, I'll share a particular opportunity that you may want to take advantage of in terms of counseling. If you can't hang around, it'll be in uh, the description. The link will be in the description. But here's the thing that uh, has just been really, really uh, pulling at me lately. The more I dig into this thing called broken consciousness that I talk about in my book, Queenology, and as I teach in, in, in all of my meetings with women, the more I dig into this thing, the more I realize that uh, this broken consciousness runs deeper than we realize, and this broken consciousness is steering the lives of women more than you realize, especially when it comes down to this thing called attraction. I've noticed that I can I can get a woman to understand um, how a man is abusing her. I can get a woman to understand how she's been shortchanged. But when it comes down to challenging the woman's attractions and what she's attracted to, I get pushback. It's very difficult to get a woman to say, okay, I keep getting odors because I'm attracted to trash. It's very hard to get a woman to say, 
I can't get rid of fleas because I'm attracted to dogs. Women want to buy into many times all of the other um, victimization, you know, things that would uh, qualify her for victim status. But many women do not want to accept the fact that your greatest problem is what you've been attracted to. And that if we don't fundamentally get some things shifted in terms of what you view as acceptable, what you view as attractive, what you what you choose to give yourself to, we will never change your outcomes. If we don't change, if we don't change what's happening between your ears, we will never change what happens in your life. There's more to it than attraction. I, you know, I hear women say, well, I, I'd rather be by myself, be with a man I'm not attracted to. And then I ask you the question, well, what does that mean than to be with a man you're not attracted to? Um, then you, you start stuttering because that whole response comes out of a shallow aspect of your being. There's no, there's no real substance there because you've not really thought it through, as we're going to see today. You've not really thought it through. And it's just uh, a reaction from the, the more shallow aspects of your being and the deeper parts of you, your spirit and your soul uh, do not resonate with that. But you're you've been so conditioned and you've been so um, what I call it, female slave conditioned that you tend to live out of your brokenness. But there's more to it. There's, there's got to be more to relationships than attraction. Got to be, got to be more to it than somebody looks good to me. Uh, you know, I'm moved. I want to have sex with somebody. They look good to my eye. They smell good. They're fine. It's got to be more to it than that. In fact, I know there's more to it. I'm just trying to help you to get a deeper and a different perspective. Listen to what listen to what the Bible says in Proverbs 16 and 25 it says there's a way that seemeth right unto a man, but the end thereof are the ways of death. There's a part of me that wholeheartedly feels like what I'm being drawn to right now, what I'm attracted to right now is right. This got to be right. You know, if loving you is wrong, I don't want to be right. There's a part of me that feels like what I'm feeling is absolutely right. But then the Bible goes on to say, but the end of the thing leads to death. And see, that's that's important because you have to understand this. If I, if I don't get you to really challenge yourself, if I don't get you to challenge yourself relative to your so-called attractions, you will you will continuously for the rest of your life get the same outcomes as it pertains to relationships. You know, uh, it's like it's like somebody that's constantly attracted to sharks and then leaves out of the ocean talking about I don't like fish. All of them bite. All fish, all fish bite. No, 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 no. The ones you're attracted to bite. But there is a breed of fish that does not bite. All men are not dogs. It's just that. You are attracted to. <laughs> 
Now, when I when I really look at this thing and I and I think about it from my my mature mind, this thing you all call or we call, let me put myself in there as humanity, because this lesson applies to brothers as well. But this thing we call attraction is is really more. It's not so much attraction, especially for the woman, as much as it is conditioning. That's also for the man, too, because we've been conditioned to be drawn to a certain kind of woman that does not necessarily serve us well. But in this context, I'm talking to the sisters. What you are calling attraction, that's the first place I want you to put a peg. What you're calling attraction is really more of a conditioning. Now, some of these so-called attractions simply lead to attachment and they never become connections. And this is how you have a string of dead bodies. This is how you have a history of started and stopped relationships and never getting anything substantial out of it. It's because this thing you've been thinking is an attraction is really a conditioning that simply leads to attachment and never connection. See, sex is just an attachment. It does not signify a connection. So the world, the world absolutely, intentionally, conditions the woman to be attracted to entanglements. I paused right there because I want you to stop and think about that. The world conditions you. You got to accept this. I know you want to push back. I know you want to type something crazy in the comments, but don't don't type it. I want you to just sit down and listen to me. Hear my whole argument. The world has conditioned you to be attracted to entanglement. Soul ties. A man is just going to come into your life, wreck your life. You know, sex you for six months, a year, you know, wreck your credit, take all your money, devastate your self-esteem, and then off he goes. The world conditions you to be attracted to that. And the world conditions you to reject a safe man. See, the man that you think has swag and is attractive is a dangerous man, an unpredictable man. All of that turns you on. The world conditioned you for that. You know, you know, he's an unpredictable. He's a he's, he's an emotionally unavailable man. That's that's masculinity to you. But a safe man, a vulnerable man, an honest man, a predictable man. He yeah, I ain't feeling him. Listen to what the Bible says in James 1, 14 and 15. But every man is tempted when he is t every man is tempted when he is drawn away of his own lust. That's that's. That probably describes what you're calling an attraction is more more like lust. He says when he is drawn away of his own lust and enticed. Then when lust hath conceived, it bringeth forth sin and sin, when it is finished with you, brings forth death, not 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 necessarily physical death, but emotional death, the death of your soul, the death of your identity, you know, the the, the death of your purpose. The death, the death of your self-control, what the world conditions you to call attraction is really just 
an intentional addiction created to entanglement. So the world teaches a man like myself what he needs to say, what he needs to do, how he needs to reject you a little bit so that you can you can be, you know, you can you can obsess over him. And then he reenters your life for a little while to intensify the obsession, the addiction to him. Then he pulls away again. The world teaches the man how to do this. And you say, I'm a, but I'm attracted to him, Bishop. I'm attracted to him. When the reality is this is just another entanglement. Okay, let, let me let's 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 look at this since I can feel some of you pushing back on me. I'm just attracted to what I'm attracted to. The heart wants what the heart wants. Okay. All right. I'll give you that. But watch this. Were you attracted? Were you attracted? Attracted to all of the men in your past that destroyed you. All the men you type in the comments about he did this. He's a narcissist and and he he's an egomaniac and he's a he's a physical, emotional abuser. Were you attracted to those guys? Hmm. Were you attracted to those guys? The answer is absolutely yes. You are attracted to every no good, low down, abusive, narcissistic, uh, womanizing man you ever had in your past. So there has to be more to this thing called relationship than attraction, what you call attraction, because what you called what you call attraction got you that. And the sad reality is that you've not stopped long enough to think this through and to be able to say, well, if if what I did got me A, B, C and D, why would I continue it? And why would I be surprised that, you know, I get E, F and G? Because you were attracted to all of the men that destroyed you. Now watch this. In all of those relationships with those no good, low down, destructive, um, anti-Christ men, demonic, whatever you want to call them. In all of those situations, you are the common denominator. You were present for all of those experiences. Why were you present? Why are you the common denominator in all of those situations? Well, it's because all men are dogs. Wrong, wrong. You were present and you kept getting the same result because you kept doing the same thing. And your limited perspective on what a man is and what a relationship is supposed to be is what continues to get you the same result, the same outcome. This is why I say to you, There are many of you that do not need a relationship right now because you don't have a clue. Uh, Watch this. Your thinking must be transformed. It's not the men you get. It's why you seek them. Something is broken in your consciousness that perpetuates your predicament. You are the common denominator. These men are not just showing up in your life, breaking into your life. You're willingly opening the door because you're attracted. I'm attracted. I'm attracted. Bishop, I can't be with nobody that I'm not attracted to. So you don't even consider when I start talking to you about safe men, you don't even consider them. 
because you're attracted to what you're attracted to. And you keep you keep going to the ocean fishing for shark and you're wondering why you keep getting bit. And then you say, oh, all fish bite. So when somebody tries to bring you to fish for catfish or trout, you don't even want to try because you're really attracted to the sharks. You, you, there's, a, there's a part of you that may enjoy being bit, part of that broken consciousness. So there's a difference between attraction versus connection. And, and what we're supposed to be striving for in a relationship is not, is not just attraction, but connection. You know what I mean? Um, now my wife is, you know, y'all know how I love my wife. Everybody in the world, if, if they've watched me any length of time at all, know how much I love my wife. And I've always been attracted to my wife. I was, I was attracted to my wife, uh, when I first saw her and we were in our twenties, we're in our fifties now. I'm still attracted to my wife. I love my wife. I don't, I ain't got no outside woman. I ain't got no woman on the other side of the country. I ain't got no woman on the other side of the world. I ain't nobody's DMs. I love my wife and I'm committed to my wife. But do you not know, as much as I was, listen to this very carefully, as much as I was extremely attracted to my wife, she was the most beautiful woman that I had ever seen, that I had ever put my eyes on. That's the way I felt about her. As much as I felt all of that, and, and as much as I was sexually attracted to my wife and I thought she was just the bomb and I was proud to have her on my arm at the time of our relationship, I was in a different place. And I realized that I, 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 I didn't need just the sexual experience. I didn't just need an attraction. I needed a connection that would be for life. I needed a wife. And so long story short. I was willing to let my wife go, even though I was attracted to her, because I had to know that there was substance that was deeper than just the surface, just the thing that had brought me to every other woman, you know, just the sexual thing, just being sexually attracted to a woman. I was at a different place in my walk with God. I was trying to live a different life. And so it wasn't until I figured it out that my wife had the internals. She wasn't just advertisement. She actually had the product. It wasn't until I figured that out that I realized, okay, this is wifey. The sad reality is that most people, male or female, never go deeper. You stop at attraction, but you never see connection. See, sexual attraction is, 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 is a feral instinct. Instinct. It's it's in other words, it's no different than animals. You know, God puts um, sexual attraction in animals for the purposes of what? Procreating the male species is attracted to the female of his kind for the purposes of of, you know, breeding and procreating. What is the purpose of male female sexual attraction? It is for the purposes of breeding, creating them. God gives a man a natural sexual desire for a woman and a woman a natural sexual desire for a man for the purposes of breeding. But there's more. You got to have more than just you cannot try to make a relationship based on sexual attraction alone. To do that is to ignore the deeper dimensions of soul and spirit. See, dogs and and, and lions and tigers, they don't have soul. They don't have spirit. 
They live off instinct. We have instinct, uh, but we are soul and spirit. When you get through with the physical fulfillment, you're going to have to be able to connect with this person intellectually. You're going to have to be able to connect with this person spiritually. So while you're just running on, I'm attracted to him. I'm attracted to him. My question is, what part of him are you attracted to? And what part of you are you using to determine your attraction? Is it just your flesh? Because watch this. Interesting. I never thought about this before, but I want you to hear this. The Bible says nothing about building a relationship on attraction alone. When the Bible talks about building a relationship, it's speaking more about connection. This is why in the Bible you see somebody like Abraham sending his servant to go and find his son Isaac a wife. You see marriages that are arranged based on things that are in common, communion. It was it was it wasn't really based on um, this thing we we call attraction. Just I'm sexually attracted to you. So let's make it happen. It's got to be more than that. It's got to be it's got to be something deeper than, you know, your hormones jumping and raging. Listen to what the Bible says in Second Corinthians six and 14. Be ye not unequally yoked together with unbelievers. For what fellowship hath righteousness with unrighteousness and what communion hath light with darkness? Well, the principle I want you to pull out of that is that he says, be not unequally yoked together, which speaks of what? Think about your connection. There needs to be a cerebral process to discerning if a person is equally yoked with you or not. If you would like more information or for other resources, please visit us on the web at rcblakes.com.